This is the She Prays and Believes podcast, and I'm your host, Constance Jones. This episode, we talk about love, prayer, and marriage with our special guest, The Herds. I want to kick it off by reading some very important scriptures, I think, to this subject. But before I go there, I can't uh, talk about this subject can't talk about marriage without mentioning and honoring my beloved Charles Henry Jones Jr. who I was blessed to call husband for 15 years until the Lord sought fit to take him home I love you Charles our scripture is found in Ephesians 5 starting at verse 19 Typically, people start at verse 22, but I'm going to start at 19. I think it's important. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. I think it's interesting that those would be the precursor to, those verses would be the precursor to what I'm about to read next. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns, giving thanks always for all things. All right, verse 22. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as also even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify it and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hateth his own flesh, but nourisheth it and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this call shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself, and the wife see that she reverence her husband. All right, keep listening. So welcome to the She Praise and Believes podcast 2023. Uh, tonight we have special guests, Keisha and John Hurd. And they are going to be joining us to talk about marriage. <laughs> so thank you for joining me tonight, Keisha and John. No problem. Glad, glad, glad to have you all here. So I know... Um, February is always a month that is highlighted love, 
You know, everybody wants to be in love and, you know, all that goes with that. And so this month we wanted just to kind of talk about uh, marriage and love and prayer and how critical prayer is uh, to marriage. You know, love is every day. It's not, it doesn't take a break. You know, it should be celebrated yes. every day. Um, yes. Of February, you know, as we know, society has deemed February as the month uh, where it's highlighted the most. So, I wanted to get into this and uh, get into this topic. So, uh, I'm gonna turn it over to you guys and to share a, a share about your marriage story. How how did you guys meet? How long you've been married? Uh, so, whichever one <laughs> wants to go. Oh, <laughs> uh, we um. We actually met, I started working at Daimler Chrysler in 1999, uh, September, and um, <laughs> I didn't really meet John until like a week when I uh, started working there, and it's kind of funny because uh, the line I was on, um, the guy that he was cool with worked on the next line, and I seen John, and I was like saying myself, like, who is that? So I went over there to his friend on break. And I was like asking him like who was that guy? He was like, Who, Big John? I said, Yeah, the one the blue overall on the um bike. He was like, You like him? I said, Yeah, tell him, you know, I said, What's up? Whatever. He said, Okay. So from there we was, you know, started, you know, talking, but it wasn't like that. We didn't really started talking and stuff until like two thousand. And um we really we got actually made it official to be together in December two thousand and two. So we have been okay. knowing each other since ninety nine really and got together in two thousand and two and now here we are today. And you know, got married in June two thousand and seven. All right. We <laughs> <laughs> have three beautiful children. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, a blessing. It's a blessing. Each one of our children um, came. Well, God blessed us in a time of need around that time. Like with our oldest daughter, Elaine, she came at the time that when my mom passed away. So, you know, that's where she got her name from, from my mom. And and Janaya, her second daughter, um, she came in the midst of me and John was about to get a divorce. Mm. In 2012, and then Jonathan, you know, he came. We weren't even planning on having kids because we was just fine with our two daughters. And then <laughs> I had other plans. So when I found out I was pregnant, I knew that was my son. I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I was pregnant with my first son. So it was a blessing because we didn't know that, you know, year two at year was a year. You know, um, his mom was be here. No, almost two years. Okay, yeah. You know, we didn't know that. You know, Mrs. Turd wasn't gonna be here any much longer. But God has really blessed us with our children, and midst of us going through things, so that's a blessing. Amen. Praise God. Marriage is a blessing. It is. Yes, it is. It's a blessing because it's like, um, I mean, I find, you know, I always say I find God kind of funny sometimes because he knows, like, 
uh, he knows the plan for our lives, right? So a lot of times in our lives, especially when it comes down to relationships and, and going into marriage, um, you may you may not be able to identify the individual that God has already proclaimed that will be your wife or the, the individual that will be your husband. But it's so crazy how God already knows. And um, when I walked on the line, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you go over in line when we were working at Diamond Chrysler. Like, she looked at me all crazy. I'm thinking to myself, you don't want to ask me to come over here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I went over there and kind of like talked to her. And at that time in my life, I was, you know, I, I was the type of person that, you know, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't looking for no relationship. I wasn't looking for none of that stuff. I was just a guy, you know, just looking for my my next break. Like I can say that. <laughs> Lord, so, cause, you know, cause that moment in my life, I was an unsaved man, um, church guy, grew up in the church, but, mm-hmm. you know, father, I mean, as you know, father, pastor, mother, you know what I'm saying, mom's a mother in the church, church of God, church of God in Christ. Uh-huh. But, you know, God, from the beginning, he had a, he had a plan, you know, I mean, for us. And it took us, took me getting into um, trouble for God to identify uh, her heart as being a heart like his. Mm. So she showed up and, be, and began to do different things, not expecting anything in return from, from me. No. And my mom, I never forget my mom, I think my mom had a heart attack in like 2000, mm-hmm. 2001. Mm-hmm. And, me and Keisha weren't together or whatever. We wasn't. We was talking, and I, I was still up to my, you know, my ways or whatever the case may be. But my mom went in there to see my mom after she had the bypass surgery. My mom was like, "That girl was here today." <laughs> like, what girl? Oh, wow. And I'm thinking to myself, oh. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, it's the girl I'm 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 with at that time. I'm like, what girl? She said that little short girl. <laughs> <laughs> she was in here. She came in here and brought me, you know, brought me flowers. And I was like, whoa, like, she brought you flowers. And that was just like, you know, she wasn't my woman. She, we wasn't together. Uh, at that time, I was with somebody else. But she always, um, I've always said this, Connie, like being honest with you. I said, anybody that could understand the relationship I had with my mom mm-hmm. was going to be the woman that won me. Because many times, uh, women, a lot, many women have proclaimed men that love their mothers as being mama boys, mother, mama's boys. And I always said, if a woman could understand my relationship with my mother, instead of uh, defining me as a mother's boy, but just looking at me as a man that took care of his mother yeah. and loved his mother, mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm, I can tell you like this, like a man that loved you got. Some men that can be like that, but a man that loves his woman will ultimately love you. You know what I mean? Because if I, the, how, you know, the respect I have for my mom, you, you've been on my mom, you knew my mom as well, but, you know, I always said that. And that's, that's really kind of like in our journey, how do we, we got to know one another. Um, and, you know, at that time, I think I was, you know, I was working in clubs. I started working in clubs too, in the bouncing. And, uh, Playing around, had, you know, what I'm saying the clubs as well, and she told me one day, she said, uh, "I'm done. I can't do this no more. I can't." Boom, boom, boom. I said, "Oh, whatever. You'll be back." 
So she she comes in. I don't see her for a while, Connie. I don't see her for a while coming to the club doors. And one day she walked in, and I did something unusual. I walked up to her, kissed her on her cheek, like, "Can we talk?" And the rest is history. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit um, before I get more into you guys' uh, story, just asking questions uh, about you guys' journey. Um, I want to talk about marriage, um, the, the attack on marriage, you know, and um, I think it's critical uh, the day and age that we live in. Um, that marriage, you know, is important, um, and the, how the enemy has, has tried to um, mm-hmm. attack it, you know, because it's so important, so it's so vital right. to our society yeah. and communities um, to have good, solid marriages. And so, mm-hmm. just want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, what is you, what are what are you guys' take on how marriage has been attacked? Um, in society. Hmm. I truly don't think I'm gonna be a be I'm being being very transparent. Um I really think and it took it took up uh, took me and my wife, took me and Keisha going through all the things that we went through and it was you know, it was years down the line, County, where um uh, I finally started thinking about it and it wasn't, I want to say we had been married probably six or seven years. And at that time I'm living saved and I'm saved and I'm in prayer. And the Lord allowed me to realize is that all this time where we was in a relationship, we had our issues, but we didn't have those type of issues. But when we, made a promise and a vow to God. Mm-hmm. See, the enemy doesn't destroy, doesn't seek to destroy the marriage. He seeks to destroy your promise to God. Yeah. It's when you say, I do to God. Because mm-hmm. anything that you, anything, any proclamation or dedica- declaration to God, the enemy seeks to destroy that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until I realized, like, dang, when we set up before God and we said, not the preacher, not the audience, Mm-hmm. But we said I do to each other, but we made a promise to be faithful to one another, to, to God. Mm-hmm. And when anything, I'm talking about anything, and I feel like in the first marriage, the first uh, couple that I married um, in 20, what was it, 21, mm-hmm. that was one of the vital things I told them. Mm-hmm. I said, when y'all get married and you say I do, everything that you went through in your relationship it's going to get 20 times worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Connie, I promise you, they got hit the first year. Yeah. The first year. Mm-hmm. And I, we had to, I, had, I went to them one time, and then I had to, me and my wife went to them the next time, and she told her story. She told her different things, but they began to realize, like, John, you told us this, because we made a promise, and I made a promise to God that the things that, that we went through, and I didn't have those people to go to to talk to about my marriage and, and the trouble. I told the Lord, I said, any any couple that you bring to me and bring to us, we're gonna make sure that we do give do everything we can to show them yeah. that your marriage marriage can, if you desire it to, yes, your marriage can make it through every adversity that there is. Mm-hmm. Because we went, we don't went through deaths in the family. We yeah. don't went through um, 
my mess and my this bull crap I was doing to her and how I was treating her, we done went through so much stuff that people don't even understand that we went through. And it's like, we stayed the course. It hasn't been easy. And I tell people all the time, please do not look at my marriage yeah. and say that's, that's, that, that's your goal. No. Because you don't want my marriage to be, be your goal because you would have to go through hell and high water. And a lot of people ain't willing to go through that. Yeah. The first sign of trouble, let's go and get the divorce. But I'm hoping that through this, yeah. and as we go dive deeper into this subject, that even if somebody, and I believe that God is going to allow somebody that's thinking about that, mm-hmm. and they'll hear our story and what God brought us through, that, that they'll say, you know what, let me try again. Mm-hmm. Amen. Let, let's let's try again. Let's 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 go through the necessary steps. And I think that the attack on marriage, uh, Connie, is just the enemy wants. He always seeks. We know his job is to steal, kill, and destroy. He ain't lost his job. Mm-mm. He still got his job. But for what I know, is that what you know? I know that's what you know. He's, he seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. That's his job. Yeah, that's his job. That's, he didn't stop that. No. So marriage. Being an honorable thing before the Lord, mm-hmm. why wouldn't he attack? Yeah, he don't like that. Why, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he come and destroy? Why wouldn't he try to come against everything and send things and situations and storms in your marriage to, to destroy? Why wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. That's his job. Yeah, like because uh, said, more than two or three. Well, there's there's two or three, yeah. and and and. Yeah. and and I realized, and I, and me, me and her talked about this too. You can't talk to everybody about your marriage. You can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can't. I told, I told her to take her the other day. I said there, there, I said there are, I said there are two places that people show up to that don't like you: your wedding and your funeral. Mm. <laughs> mm. Just, just because we got three, four hundred people at our wedding didn't mean everybody, all three hundred, wanted us to make it. No, we heard things afterwards. It was a lot of talking after we got married. Yeah, sure was. They don't think we know, but we knew. Mm-hmm. Oh, they ain't gonna make it. That we ain't gonna last two years. We ain't gonna last two years. <laughs> and we going on sixteen. But God has joined together. Yeah, that, it was all because of God, man. Yeah, so the attack on marriage, and it, it, it's not going to stop. It's, it's, I mean, it's going to continue. It's going to continue. But what I pray is, is that these married couples, number one, learn how to communicate. That's one. Um, learn how to both parties be accountable. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it ain't always one person's fault. Mm-hmm. But learn how to be accountable. And then once you learn how to communicate and learn how to be accountable, learn how to apologize. All right. That and honesty. That and honesty. Be honest. Yep, being honest. You know what I mean? So it's like the attack on marriage is the attack on marriage, and this is going to continue. But yeah. if, if married couples that have been married for a long period of time and begin to go ahead and, 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 and kind of plant seeds and people that's having those struggles and those married couples, that's why we talked about earlier, that's why prayer is so important in marriage. That's why your connection mm-hmm. to God is so important in marriage, like you gotta like me, 
if, if I didn't have a, a, not just a connection with God, but a relationship with because it's one thing to think you have a connection with God, but it's a whole other thing to have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. I have a, I have not only have a connection, but I have a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Like when I don't want to talk and I feel like I can't talk to nobody else, my relationship is so important to me and my relationship is so 100 with God. I'm talking to God in my car mm-hmm. by myself. Mm-hmm. Especially with me like being in the ministry, the attacks on me and the attacks on my marriage is at a whole nother level, kind Yes. Now, I can only, I remember the stuff when I wasn't even in the ministry, but now that I'm in the ministry, it's 20 times more. Wow. So I got to fast, pray, consecrate my life even more than I was when I was unsaved, when I, when I wasn't in the ministry. So the attacks ain't going to stop. But prayer just got to continue. And, and, yes. Yeah, man. Yeah. You're still here. You're still together. Yes. God has, you know, I've seen God just bless you guys, um, your marriage and your relationship. And, and I love how you guys have been transparent. You're open about your struggles and obviously you always want to help other people. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. That's the key. Yes. Yeah. That's so important because marriage mm-hmm. is not a walk in the park. <laughs> oh. it's, it's work. Yes. And, um, we have to be willing to lay down our lives. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Someone yeah. else. Someone else yeah. Uh, their best. And, yeah. you know, that's that's what God is calling us to do. And God, you know, like you said, you know, earlier about um, the enemy, he wants to attack anything that's, you know, of God. Mm-hmm. So I'm to continue to do that. Um, when I look in society as well, and it seems like, you know, years ago there was this big, you know, sh- you know talk about, you know, divorce, you know, how divorce, how many divorces, how many people getting divor- divorced in the church, how many people getting divorced in you know, in in the world, and so, but it seems like more and more lately, um, I guess in the last few few years, I guess it's been I've seen this attack of redefining marriage. You know, so now yeah. we have same sex marriage, and um, and even you know, to me, it's even been an attack on establishing male and female. You know, with the transgender, uh, you know all of that that's popping up more and more. And, um, and so I feel like that's another attack on marriage, just trying to redefine what God has already defined, you know, uh-huh. being a man and a woman. And so, but, uh, you know, like you said, prayer is essential, you know, prayer is essential uh, for us yes. to be able to weather the attack, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the attack. Of the enemy, so. Yes. Amen. So I think you you, you know you kind of covered about how critical uh, prayer is to marriage. Um, yes. And um, so I want to ask the question, um, and I'll start with you, Keisha. How can um, husbands pray for their wives? Man, um, like what John he um. 
he's always in prayer for me. You know, we always hear about and we know that our husbands, you know, go to war and everything like that. John is just like night and day. Like, it don't matter. Like, if he sees something or something that like this, like, for instance, we may be out somewhere and because we know a lot of people. And he talks about me all the time, like, he should just, just be talking. It just don't make no sense. So um, I may be talking to a person that I've been knowing for a long time. But John, he may see something in this person mm-hmm. that I haven't even seen yet. But God has literally gave John the vision of this person, how they're feeling towards me and everything. Then John will immediately go in to prayer for me without me even knowing. It's the connection that he has with God and God start letting him know things about people that are around me in my circle. And that's when he goes to war. And, you know, of course, you know, praying and stuff when it comes to, you know, before he go to bed and stuff and making sure I'm covered, that God has a hedge of protection over my life and our family, our children's life as well. So to me, that's what prayer is from a husband when he's praying for the wife, when he sees something that us as wives don't see, you know, because a lot of times God will show us down the line, but not just at that moment. So that's what I, um, that's what I think, but I know that's what it is about a husband praying for his wife. Amen. Covering, covering foresight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Being able to see. Yeah. My husband was my husband was the same way. You know, you know, God mm-hmm. would show him things too, and just mm-hmm. point out what you know. Watch out for this, or watch out. Yes. For that. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a beautiful thing about marriage: being in covenant with someone, and mm-hmm. that, that level, and um. You know that you're not walking. You're not walking alone, but you're walking. Mm-hmm. And yes. relationship, and that you, you can have the benefit of that. Um, right. Looking and seeing. Um, mm-hmm. Covering you. Yes. That's good. Um, so, yeah. John, what about you? How can wives pray for their husbands? Hey. Like, I was talking to a um, young young lady today at work. I'm um, real close friends with her husband. And I told her, I said, uh, one of the things I realized is is that, um, you know us, like we was, like we, like a lot of times men were taught, uh, you're the head of the household. Women was taught that when this man say this and say that, this is what you gotta follow, right? But what if that what if that decision that that man is making is wrong? So even with me being a man and me being uh, designated as the head of the household, what I'm thankful for with my wife and how she prays for me is is that um, she has when God gives her something. 
and she knows the direction that I'm going is is wrong, she steps outside of her box and says, hey, babe, you tripping. That ain't okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because many women, if they're not careful, they'll find themselves just going ahead and agreeing with something that the man may be doing because he's the head of the, he's declared as the head of the household. Mm -hmm. But I'm thankful that my wife, not only for her prayer life, but that when God leads her to say something to me, she says, hey, babe, that ain't cool. Mm -hmm. That ain't right. You need to pray about this again. Because in our flesh, we'll no good things. Mm -hmm. But as I go outside in, the, in this world and I'm working in these different places and I'm going to these different places to preach and I'm doing all this different stuff, Connie, it's, mm -hmm. it's, and, and, I, and I've talked to her on a regular, like, it's so necessary that she keep her keep her mind on God, um, stay take stay stay focused on reading the word and, and, and allowing God to speak to her and things that God wants to say to me because there's some things that the Lord has told me plainly and spoke to me plainly that I look past and then she'll come because she's prayed about it too. And God will tell her two weeks later and I'll look at her like, oh yeah, he did tell me that. Because that was just the disobedient mindset that we have sometimes when God is telling you to do certain things and then God will give it to her. Now, tell your husband what I said. <laughs> but if she wasn't, like, connected to God and, 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 and had a prayer life, and she's a dreamer. God has blessed her with the gift of dreams. So God, God will give her these dreams, and she'll come to me about certain things, and I promise you, I'll be like, whoa, like, God just said that to me, and I was didn't do it. She was like, well, you better do it. But that's what I'm thankful for. The one thing I ask her to pray about me on a regular basis is just to, you know, and, and, and I know she does, um, to, to cover my mind. But most of all, not just cover my mind, but cover my heart. Mm -hmm. Because um, the way I am, and she got told me that today, I love very hard. Mm -hmm. And I want to see the best in everybody. I push, I try to push everybody and, and try to allow people to see the best in themselves. And sometimes, Connie, that, that kind of like, I had to understand that backfires. And I ain't going to say backfires, but it's just like people don't know how to receive that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So one thing that I ask on a regular basis is to, co to cover my heart, mm -hmm. that God keeps his hand on my heart. Because regardless of me being a strong man or being this man, we still have to pray. She still prays for my heart. That God, even when I go through those difficulties and go through those hard times in this life and in this ministry, that God keeps his hand on my heart. And I promise you, God is good. He is. Because even when, even when you want to dwell on stuff and, 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 and kind of like focus on this and focus on the negativity, like, man, when I tell you the Bible says that the, the, the prayers of the righteous avail of much, like, you feel them and you know those things is happening. I know I have a praying not only a praying partner for life, but I have a praying wife that's always seeking God on my behalf, and I'm thankful for that. I told her a couple years ago, a few years ago, we were sitting here on the couch, and I said, hey, you know what Jeremiah said? That from the womb, I knew you. <laughs> I said, man, I said, babe, from the womb in your mother's womb, God knew you was going to be my wife. And I said, I'm so thankful that God while even while in your mother's womb had chose you for me. Aww. And that's that's what people don't understand. Like we don't we may not recognize our wives or our husbands until years down the line. 
but in the womb of their mothers, God has already chose them for you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so I'm kind I'm so thankful that God didn't choose no other man to have her because <laughs> she's been like she's been a she's a blessing. She's I mean she she I mean she pushes me. Like there's there's there was time earlier, man, and, and you know, saying uh, going with ministry, I was almost quit. I'm yeah. like, this ain't for me. Yeah. This this is yeah. rough. Okay. And I, I can't. No, nah, I can't. No, nah, you got to keep going. Keep going. I don't know why you're going through all this, but you got to keep going, John. Mm-hmm. Man, I baby, I can't do this. I, I no, nah, I no, nah, you got to do this. But it was it was that prayer life of hers. It was that that dedication to God. It was her fasting. It was her loving God, but most of all, being able to love me, you know what I'm saying, despite my imperfections and despite um, the difficulties that I had early in our marriage. That's, that's, what, that's what I know that God allowed her to be put in my life, not just as uh, the mother of my children, but, but my wife and my life partner, and I'm thankful for that. Thank God. Yeah. I like how you both, you both really kind of talked about, you know, the prayer that you both need and that you both yeah. need together. It's a cover. It's, it's like a covering and watching, watching out, you know, yeah. and um, that's just so beautiful. People really, you know, you know, realize, you know, just how uh, important, and valuable that is, and you know how God has pattern marriage after his love for the church you know how he gives yes. for the church and he patterned marriage in that he put marriage in that same light and so it's a beautiful thing where you can be in covenant be in relationship with someone that knows you you know and yeah. you, yep. you are you can be yourself your flaws your whatever yeah. and, yeah. and try to walk with you in life you know mm-hmm. and, um, and you cover and you look out for one another, and um, and I also like how you guys you know just share that progression too of your marriage, and you know how you know you're not where you started, but you guys have yes. success, and um, God has just you know continues to elevate you guys and has drawn you even closer. So that's a blessing. Yes, yes. thank you, man. Another question I want to ask: A prayer that God has answered. Can you share about a prayer that God has answered in your marriage? Hmm. Oh, that's a lot. That's always, deep. It's, it's always, always something. It's always something off the chain. Crazy that God has answered. Something you prayed. Yeah, one thing I can say is um, God, he always answers prayers no matter what what we pray for. And John always says um, when we pray about things, we actually forget what we pray for. And then down the line, God will reveal to us, like, this is what you prayed for, you know. And um, one I can say is, like, prayer for, uh, I had, before we even had our kids, 
I did. I wanted a son. I did. That was way before. That's like a little bit after I, we had Janiah. I had wanted a son. I prayed that prayer. But from 2012 to 20, God answered it. You know? So that's, that's, that's a big thing to me. But our marriage and, and everything as far as like our commitment to God and um, just, I want, man, it's, I'm sorry, I'm just, just everything just, you know, just going, just going through a lot of stuff, you know, just trying to analyze and stuff. But one thing I can say is we pray for, like, God, you know, open up doors for us. Because mm-hmm. one thing about me and John, we, we have big hearts. We love heart. We love people. We always want to we see the good in people, you know, even when they don't see it in their self. So we always pushing, pushing, pushing. And and we know that God going, he, he don't, you know, our, our, whatever our promise, God's promise to us is still going to pass. And this year is the year that God is about to open up doors, more doors and stuff for me and my husband. And that's one of the biggest prayers that I've been, you know, seeking God on and stuff because without him, like, there's nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. So answering our prayer in marriage that God has answered for me is to keep our marriage together mm-hmm. because it was rocky in the beginning and stuff. And I always told John, like, I can't see myself without you. <laughs> I can't, I can't see myself without you. Like literally I can't like my mind reverts back. Like I don't see no, you know, no other female on your shoulder or whatever. So that's why I pray hard about our marriage that God keep us. Mm-hmm. we're going through things we got to go through things and we can get through it with God um, as, a, as a wife us women we go through a lot you know it's a lot on our on our side you know from us being a wife being a mom or those that are not parents of a uh, mother or whatever when God bless them to be a mother um the household and keeping up cooking and stuff, we do a lot. And God is not going to bless us. That's what everybody, God is going to reward us for all the things that we do, you know, because could nobody else be in our shoes? Could nobody else take on the task that we take on because we take on a lot. And that's what all because of God is his strength. So the prayer that I answer most is that God answered is us staying together and going through everything that we're going to go through. Because I'm telling me and John, we, we done been through some things like, you know, like you said before, we are very transparent and the biggest things when it comes to like marriages and stuff is finances when finances start hitting, it's like, whoa. But we stayed the course. 
we keep pushing because one thing about God, he don't want us to worry about nothing. And when, when the enemy start hitting our pockets, it's not for us to get distracted and worry about where, the, where our help and where our money going to come from because God going to handle with everything. And when we say focus on God, that's when God start blessing. You know, it's just us coming together as um, husband and wife sitting down. And a lot of times we got to change things up that we're not used to doing. You know, we got to get out our norm and step into something that's unfamiliar to us. Mm-hmm. And things like that will begin to start working because God show us like, hey, you need to stop doing this, you need to stop doing that. So, yeah, that's why I got out of it. I think the greatest, I'm going to say this, and I ain't going to talk too long, but <laughs> the greatest prayer that God answered for me in the marriage is the prayer that he didn't answer for me in the marriage. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it again. The greatest prayer that God answered for me in the marriage is the prayer that he didn't answer for me in the marriage. And that prayer was, Around 2011, 2012, Lord, I need you to show me out in this marriage because I can't do it no more. And God didn't respond with an okay. God responded with a child. Amen. So the greatest prayer he answered to me was the one for me in my marriage was the one that he didn't answer. He He had a reply. But he never used his voice to actually say what he wanted me to do. He allowed us to have, be heard to get pregnant with Janiah. Mm-hmm. When, being honest with you, I kind of, I was, I had been looking for lawyers. I was supposed to be having meetings with lawyers. I was going to send the paperwork to her and just move out of that, move out of our apartment and just go. Because I, I had to allow myself to just become tired. But I, you know what I'm saying? But the, the prayer he didn't answer when he told me no, people don't understand. That's one of God's greatest answers when he say no. See, people don't get that part of it. When he say no, he said no. Nah, you got to be able to look. You got to be able to say it. You got to be able to accept that. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of people, a lot of times, they get in their flesh, uh-huh. and when God say, "Don't do that." If I would allow myself to go to a place, right, where I went past God's no, but he told me, you better not divorce your wife. The stuff that we walking in now, you wouldn't have seen it. Mm -hmm. God had all this stuff, like, God had had all this stuff planned before, and the enemy knew that. Let let me all let me go ahead and break them up. Cause if I break them up, I can stop the plan on this on this dude's life. I can stop the plan on on this woman's life if I break if I break them up. And I promise you, like we done got hit with so much stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whether it was was going through situations, but it's like I thank God, and I have to thank God today about that. Lord, I thank you that I didn't listen to, didn't, didn't listen to my flesh, and I obeyed that no when you told me you better not. You better not, because people don't better realize God don't speak that much. Not but when he do, he mean what he say. And I could have went past it, but I thank God. I give glory to God for that. Because at the end of the day, it, it happened. And, and I want to say, what, 2000, was it 2016? Janiah was four years old. 
2012, she gets pregnant with Janaya. And I told her, this how this this another thing I told her, I said, uh, don't believe in no abortion. But I said, you gotta get rid of that. I ain't I ain't I don't want no marriage. My mom, boy, you ain't been raised like that. I snapped back into reality. And then four years later, and I'm gonna go ahead and say this, don't start crying. But four years later, we in the house, Connie. And Janai going into something. She going into a seizure. Never had seizures before. Yeah. She went into a seizure. Mm-hmm. She, she wakes me up out of my sleep. She hands me Janaya. And mm-hmm. she go back on the phone to call 911. Mm-hmm. Janai dies in my hand. Oh, wow. Now, the same baby that I didn't want, and I told her to, to, to get rid of, mm-hmm. dies in my hand. And the enemy comes in my house. In my, it, when I would do good, he was always present. Yeah. Now he comes in my house and he said, you didn't want her anyway. Wow. I literally called Jesus. And I began to call Jesus and Janai woke up. Huh? And that's the type of stuff, man, like Testament, yeah. that yeah. if you don't, man, if people don't understand, like it's so much stuff that we have endured just to stay the course, not in marriage, not just in marriage, but to stay the course in salvation. Yeah. And to stay the course in living for the Lord. Like, there's so much stuff that we done endured, but I can tell you now, I don't regret nothing. Yeah. I don't regret none of the bad times, the tough times, the difficulties. You know what I'm saying? Everything because it, it made us. It actually brought us to this point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the greatest prayer, man, being like... If I, I, I'm telling you, people going to use that, but that's the greatest prayer that I got answered in my marriage was the one he didn't answer. The one he, did. the one he told me no of. Yeah. yeah, so that's my greatest answer. That's the greatest answer he ever gave me in this marriage was one of where he said, no, no, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, I thank you guys for joining and coming on uh, the podcast. Uh, this yeah, month. we appreciate it. Thank you. (laughs) And talk about your story and just, you know, how God has moved in your lives and your marriage and um, and really sharing just what really what real love is about, you know, because it's not all just gooey and oh, whatever, the chemistry and all of that. But it's it's real stuff, you know, the ups and the downs, the trials and being able to weather those storms and allowing God to. be God in our lives and following, following him and yeah. to love in spite of and to love in the difficulties. And that's what love is, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I think no, uh, no, I was going to say, um, I know one thing like that I can give to people that are married. Um, in the beginning, before we all started, we was dating. So, me and John talked about this before, like, what did we do to get our mate before we got together? You know what I'm saying? Like, how was, what what was we doing? Like, the things we were doing, like, before we got our mates. So, when we get our mates, we got them. They are, it's like, okay, we got you now. Then all the years we married, 
then problems start happening. We start to have children and stuff, right? We lose ourselves. Now, one thing I can say about me, I lost myself. You know, after losing my parents, it was like a hit on me. Like, I didn't know who I was. I started not taking care of myself, and I was like this for how long? I literally lost myself, meaning I I wasn't getting my hair done. I was walking around like, you know what I'm saying, I didn't care, you know, and I'm trying to, you know, go back and forth, but I couldn't find out what happened, you know, like, I just lost it. So what I'm trying to say, even with our, with marriages, you know, when we lose ourselves, we got to find that, that zeal back, you know, we got to really seek God and it's like, God, okay, I need your help, you know, because my husband, we, and be honest, as women, we looking at other females that's around our husbands at work and stuff like that. We start comparing ourselves to, you know, trying to do this and do that or whatever. But God said, no, be yourself, you know, do the things you used to do before you got your husband, you know, start going on dates. And that's the biggest thing. We have to start dating again. We have to start doing the things we were doing before. Find somebody to watch our children. I don't care. We can be at home. We can do like a nice candle light dinner or something. Me, I'm just simple. I tell John all the time, babe, I just want to go take a ride or something. You know, just to get a breather. Or I can go, we can go to the park, walk around to the river skate. I love stuff like that. I'm simple. I don't, we don't always have to spend money and stuff like that. But, you know, at the time is that, you know, if you do have that, you know, extra fun and stuff like that, go right ahead. Nothing wrong with that. Women, get, you know, get yourself together and put on your heels, look good. Because I'm telling you, when you start looking good, you're feeling good. So... Yeah, that's the biggest thing for us women. Like, we lose ourselves because being a mom, a wife, and just doing so much, we just like so busy, we don't have time for ourselves. So we take that time. It took me a long time to figure out, like, I hear everybody was saying, self-care day, self-care day. And I'm like, I don't need that. And then I'm like, Realizing I really do need a self-care. I don't care. It's just like two, three hours. I need that. We need that as women. We do. Go get your nail, your hair done, your your feet together. Do what you love to do, you know, and just it's like a, a relaxation. And that's when God is able to speak to us women and just start building us back up more, you know. So I just wanted to share that because, like I said, we do tend to lose ourselves when it comes to our marriages and stuff and just start back dating and doing all the things that we were doing before we got married is the key. Thank you for sharing that. All right, Connie, I'm going to tell you like this. I ain't trying to to, uh, disrupt your podcast, but... The Lord wants the Lord wants me to pray for you. Amen. Because the one thing about this is that um, 
I wasn't going to say nothing, but I know if I didn't say this, the Lord was going to give me later on. But um, he wants me to pray for you. Um, and if we're going to pray for you, Amen. because um, being able, okay, to even discuss this with everything that you've endured, yes. you know what I mean, is no matter how strong you are spiritually, it's a tough situation. So the one thing that I've always, I always tell people is, is that when the Lord places on my heart or speaks to my heart, and I'm going to be honest with you, Connie, I believe that God is going to take your podcast and the things that you're doing to a whole nother level that you have not seen. And I'm telling you, eyes have not seen, neither ears heard. You know what I mean? The different things that God is going to bless you with, because this, it's not an easy thing for you to be doing, especially when discussing marriage with everything that you've endured. But one thing that God wanted me to do is speak and, and kind of like do is pray for you before we even get off of here and, and end it like that. Because many times, like, you're doing all these great things, but it takes some time for somebody to say, let's pray for you. Because you're putting all this, you're putting all this energy and you're putting all this, these seeds, you're planting seeds. So, we, well, I'm going, we're going to pray for you, okay? So we bow. We, we, we're going to bow. We're going to bow. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, first of all, God, we want to thank you for another day of your grace, Lord God, and your mercy. Lord God, we start off, God, by telling you thank you for, Lord God, today we thank you for this discussion. Lord God, we ask that you continue to bless every marriage, even the ones that are struggling. Lord God, whatever that struggle may be, God, you already know. Lord God, we ask that when we speak, allowing communication to take place, Lord God, we ask that more togetherness take place, Lord God. We rebuke the enemy right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, we are proclaiming and declaring, Lord God, over every marriage and every individual that hears this podcast, Lord God, that you give them a new mind and a new heart. Lord God, you speak to us in the word of God that we must renew ourselves yes, on a daily basis. Yes. And Lord God, you promised us, God, that you will, if we renewed our mind, if we renewed our heart, Lord God, that you would give us those yes. things that which we pray for. Yes, so God, give us the strength and give them the yes, strength and give them the mind and the heart to renew themselves daily. Yes. Lord God, find the different things that they can work on, find the different things that they can talk on. And Lord God, after this podcast and when they hear that, Lord God, I'm asking that you do that for every marriage. Even if they don't tune in on this podcast, God, I'm asking that you go into every marriage yes. and show them, Lord God, we're living for you and what having a prayer life towards you and what believing in marriage can be and what it should be, God, what you can do to restore their marriage. We know that Satan is attacking everything that he can, but God, you have never lost a battle, and God, you have never lost a fight. Lord God, as we go in and we end this prayer, God, we ask that you bless Sister Connie. Lord God, continue to touch her mind and continue to touch her heart. Lord God, you know the private prayers that she has declared and has before you. Lord God, you told us in the book of Romans that for we reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. And God, we know 
that through everything that you have allowed her to do, every book that she's writing, every podcast that she will allow and put out on the air, God, we know that you're going to not only allow it to be blessed, but, God, we know that you're going to allow manifestation to come in those different things. We ask that you continue to guide her, show her the different discussions to have, and when you do that, God, we'll give you the honor, we'll give you the praise, knowing that everything we've asked on the day will be done. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. I pray you were blessed by today's message to keep on praying and believing God. For more inspiration and encouragement, you can connect with us on social media by typing the at symbol and then She Prays LLC, which will bring up our Facebook and Instagram accounts. Our website is ShePraysAndBelieves.com. Bye for now. Until next time, remember, there shall be a performance of those things God has spoken.